Welcome to Fix It. I'm Nishant. And I'm Kevin. Today we're fixing how best to get tech-savvy students involved with social impact projects with Chris Kwong, the founder of Coding It Forward. Chris embodies the political spirit found throughout Massachusetts history. Like many great civic leaders from his home state, Chris is committed to studies and a service to helping others get more civically involved. His organization, Code It Forward, provides civic digital fellowships that give tech-savvy students a chance to serve their government. Chris is a student at Harvard, where he's also involved in the Institute of Politics and the Yearbook. Thanks for having me, Nishant, Kevin. Really, really excited to be here. Chris, can you tell us more about the lack of collaboration between the government and tech-savvy students, as well as just some of the broader barriers about getting these really bright technical students involved in social impact problems? Yeah, of course. So we started Coding It Forward about three and a half years ago now in response to seeing a lot of our technical peers, um, friends studying computer science and other tech-related fields, feel like they didn't have the on-ramps that they needed to enter social impact or, or public service with their technology. And too often those two things felt mutually exclusive. Um, I think a couple of the, the biggest barriers that we highlight and that we've been trying to break down ever since is the on-ramp. Um, Facebook and Google and big tech companies recruit on campus. There's that tried and true pipeline and people know if this is how they wanted to end up maybe with a career in tech, that might be a place where that they could start. For the federal government, that on-ramp on process is a lot more opaque. It's not necessarily as intuitive as the traditional industry hiring pipeline. And so through the Civic Digital Fellowship, that's been one of the ways where we've been trying to break down that particular barrier and also show students the breadth of opportunities that in fact are available. So historically, Chris, why have these barriers existed for students to get involved with government? Why has this been such a thorny issue? That's a great question. I think um, it's been difficult for government to maybe adapt to 21st century hiring practices. I think that's been something that we have seen, and especially with related to technology talent. It's been difficult to take the the bureaucracy of our civil service, which has worked for so long to adapt to a new set of skills that might be more difficult to screen for in a traditional application process. And we've seen a lot of great initiatives that have taken many big steps to, to improve that process. I think the United States Digital Service, the Presidential Innovation Fellows are two leading projects and organizations that have said, hey, we can help modernize our, our tech talent pipelines for, for the federal government. So Chris, we like to think that we've got a couple folks in our Fixer community that would probably be great applicants to Coding It Forward. Can you tell them a little bit more about what exactly Coding It Forward provides for students as well as what it provides to the federal government? Yeah, of course. So our Civic Digital Fellowship, our flagship initiative, recruits undergraduate and graduate students in kind of four broad skill sets, areas of practice that we call um, software engineering, data science, product management, and design. For us, it's really important that we're building a big tent around what it means to be a technologist. And so as part of the fellowship, students work full-time for 10 weeks during the summer 
on a high impact project at a federal agency. This summer, we've brought over 60 students to Washington, DC, albeit in a virtual setting as a result of the pandemic, to work with six federal agencies. So on the student side, it's that high impact work that maybe they couldn't find in other opportunities, the ability to serve and the opportunity to do so with tech skills that they've been honing in the classroom, and also a community of like-minded young people who all are similarly passionate about these issues. And in fostering that community and in fostering the ability for these students to think about the Civic Digital Fellowship as their first step towards perhaps a career in social impact or civic tech, we also organize a comprehensive set of programming events over the summer. We have professional programming in the form of site visits, fireside chats, roundtable panel conversations and the like, as well as one-on-one -on -one mentorship for students with folks who are more accomplished in um, the civic tech space. And we also do a lot of community programming because one of the things that we feel really strongly about is building, again, that community of like-minded students. So even though folks might be going back to school at the end of the summer or starting out on their careers, we've seen such a really vibrant friendships and relationships that have blossomed as a result of folks participating in the fellowship together and increasingly an alumni community as well is something that um, if selected our, our fellows would benefit from at the end of the summer. Well as someone who started his career in technology I can tell you that I would definitely have loved to be part of an organization like this when I was coming out of undergrad um, not only for the community but also to find folks who are um, sim similarly civically minded. So you know, with that in mind, would love to hear about how our community, our Fixer community can get involved with this initiative as a whole, but also with Coding It Forward. How, um, for, for instance, if, if some of our listeners have some spare time on their hands, how could they spend that time to help improve the pipeline of really talented technical folks into government? Yeah, I think there are a number of things. I think for folks who might be affiliated with a college, a university, um, anyone in academia would really encourage them to start conversations about, hey, how can we as an institution better support students who are thinking about this? Too often, computer science curricula do not talk about public interest applications of technology. They're not discussing the ethical implications of some of the technologies that we're building, whether it's machine learning algorithms, um, which we've seen time and time again can encode um, both implicit and explicit biases. So I think from a university setting, thinking about how do we have those conversations in the classroom, but also how do we create opportunities for students, whether it's in research um, and extracurricular opportunities or perhaps funding for internship opportunities. I think for folks who are maybe affiliated with social impact work in the nonprofit space and government at any level, Coding It Forward is really committed to, again, broadening this pipeline of students and increasingly we're trying to think beyond the federal government and beyond the agencies that are based in Washington, D.C. to have this call to public services, 21st century call, to be one that is more national in nature. And so we're really looking for partners that might be interested in supporting a student for 10 weeks over the summer, supporting a student over in the course of a semester um, with these really great innovative skills. So we we'll definitely encourage folks to engage with us and to reach out if that might be of interest. And what about listeners who might have, might be fortunate enough to have some spare capital lying around? Who can they donate to? How can they spend that money to improve this? 
That's a really great question. So I think we're really lucky to have a number of fantastic supporters that have supported the work of Coding It Forward for a long time. I think top of mind for me is our organization put together a resource list that I can share with the two of you and we can pass along the listeners explicitly about organizations that are doing work at the intersection of technology and racial justice. I think we've seen in the aftermath of a lot of the Black Lives Matter protests that technology has really played a pernicious role in many senses of perpetuating systems of oppression. And so a lot of the organizations on that list, I would encourage listeners to support, whether it's Black Girls Code or Code 2040, and diversifying the talent pipeline even further and ensuring that there's equal access to computing and the opportunities that are in the space, I think. And, and there's a whole list of those organizations and individuals that I believe are, are very highly deserving. Fantastic. And we'll certainly include that list in our show notes so that listeners can peruse at their own leisure. Finally, Chris, would love to hear about how folks who might have some sort of a social media following, maybe they had a viral tweet at one point, or maybe they run some sort of fan page on Facebook, and they have a, a, a bunch of people who listen to what they have to say. Who can they be retweeting? What message can they be spreading to help get the word out? Of course. I think we try to be fairly active in telling our fellow stories on social media as well. And so Coding It Forward is simply at Coding It Forward on Twitter. And through that platform, we really try to tell fellow stories in their own words. So just very recently, we introduced our latest cohort of Civic Digital Fellows, as well as our inaugural cohort of the Civic Innovation Corps, which is a new program for us that, as I mentioned, is breaking down our initial focus and purely being in Washington, D.C. And so I think reading some of those stories that we featured on our blog, reading um, a little bit about what our fellows are up to and spreading the word to more students that, hey, this is a really compelling area to be in if you do have tech skills. And I think that would probably be a great place to start. Well, plenty of action items for our fixers to get going. I think this is such a great example of the fact that if we want to see tech change for good, it starts with getting more good people in tech. And tech doesn't have to be evil just by virtue of being technology. We can get good, dedicated people involved, and hopefully we'll have some fixers applying to coding it forward in the near future. Yeah, we'd love to, we'd love to have them. Well, thanks again, Chris, for being on the show. And we're looking forward to hearing from all your great work as well as the great work of all of the fellows that Coding It Forward is sending out into the world. For sure. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Fixers, for joining us. You can learn more about Chris Kwong, Coding It Forward, and some of the organizations that Chris mentioned during our chat in our show notes. And be sure to let us know if there are other people working on interesting problems that we should have on the show. Tweet at us at fix underscore cast and use hashtag fixer to let us know about interesting problems that fixers are solving. Until next time.